How's it going, guys? So, sitting here, thinking about all this stuff with DC, watched a, another few videos of people talking about the whole uh, Henry Cavill Superman thing, and seeing a bunch of people's reactions online, and I just wanted to make a part two. I made, I made a podcast a, a bit ago called DC Reset, My Thoughts. But so you could you could kind of say this is part two. I'm gonna label this DC reset, part two. Um, here's the thing, and I'm gonna be a little bit harsh with this, but the truth of the matter is, you know, there are so many people that are like, "Oh, this is such a horrible idea," you know. I don't I don't think this is a good idea. All of this different stuff, just bashing this decision. But it's like, okay, what's the alternative? Okay. The DCCU, or DCEU, because everybody calls it something different, but the DCEU was crippled, missing a leg, missing an eye, couldn't hear, like, just put the thing out of its misery. Like, what did you want to see happen? There was not a bit of cohesion at all, and that and that doesn't mean that there, that there isn't a creative out there that could have figured out a way to make it all work but here's the thing I know that they got Ezra Miller to come back and shoot some more scenes even after all the drama happened with that and who knows what those new scenes are you know nobody nobody really knows but I say that to say everybody wanted to wants to believe that the flash is going to be this major reset for the DCEU but nobody at the company has confirmed that. Nobody with any bit of knowledge of the truth has come out and said that. That has all just been fan speculation, you know? And the thing is, this is where my mind goes, let's say for the sake of argument, they weren't planning that, and it was just another movie in the DCEU. Okay, I mean, Ezra came back, they only filmed for maybe one day, maybe a couple, at most a week. I don't know that that's enough time to film enough shit with them to completely alter this movie in that kind of way. And and I could be completely wrong. Maybe when I see The Flash, whether it's in the move in the theater or at home, but maybe once I see it, I'll be proved wrong. And it was a Flashpoint-esque story where they were trying to make it this big, massive reset button, okay? But for right now, we don't know that. I will come back to that after next year, after we know the truth of that situation. Because I'm not going to go off a hunch, you know what I mean? What we know for sure is the DCEU is in shambles, okay? Like... You know, like, I don't think people really understand how many moving pieces, how many broken pieces Warner Brothers has right now. And it's like, you know, you have the whole Amber Heard situation, you know? It's like Shazam doesn't really fit into everything else, you know? Who knows what Aquaman 2 is about? You know, we, we know it has something to do with the trench, but... Other than that, we don't really know, right? So 
We're not getting Wonder Woman 3. Wonder Woman 84 was a dumpster fire. It was a horrible movie. It's like, what exactly do people want to save? The thing was already dead. And, and, and look, on the other side of the coin, I'll be the first person to say, if there were two people that I believe could save the DCEU, James Gunn and Peter Safran would be at least in the top 10 people, okay? You know, I don't know where on the totem pole they would be, but they would be in the top 10, okay? But, you know, if that's not what they want to do, then, you know, I don't think they should be put in a situation where they have to do that. And I love the fact that they're taking their time and they're meeting with Zaslav and they're really trying to figure out what the correct plan of action is, you know? Yeah, I'm bummed that we're not going to get Henry Cavill anymore. I'm bummed that we're not going to get Zachary Levi as Shazam. And I feel bad because in the last thing, the last podcast I did talking about Henry Cavill, I called Zachary Levi Dak Shepard. Definitely not Dak Shepard. I am sorry, Zachary Levi. I love you. And I don't know why I couldn't think of your name. But here we are. But, you know, I love Zachary Levi. I Like, the first Shazam movie, which well, the only Shazam movie that we've gotten yet, is in my top five favorite DC movies. Like, I, I love that movie. You know, it reminds me of, like, an old emblem entertainment type movie like et or you know like i just loved it it's like right up my alley you know um man of steel i have no problem admitting man of steel and shazam are my top two favorite movies they're not the best movies but they're my favorites you know um in terms of dceu in terms of dc in general uh it's hard for me not to put Joker and the Dark Knight up there as 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 my favorite. But as far as the DCU goes, love Shazam, love Man of Steel, I love Batflick. I think Gal Gadot or Gal Gadot is great as Wonder Woman, and it sucks that we're not gonna get her probably moving forward. But as much as it hurts me as a film fan, as much as it's sad to know that these actors don't get to play these roles because every single one of them, and I mean every single one of them, is passionate about their role. You know, and that's such a cool thing that they actually enjoy playing these roles too. So it's sad. It's sad to see it go away, but it's the right move. It is the right move to just press that reset button and to start it over and try something different. And... I will give you two reasons why we should trust what's going on right now. Number one, Guardians of the Galaxy. And number two, The Suicide Squad. I had no idea who the Guardians of the Galaxy were before that first movie came out. And granted, I've been on record as saying... I wasn't a big fan of Guardians of the Galaxy the first time I watched it. I don't know what I was smoking or what kind of bad mood I was in, but I didn't like it. But then the next time I watched it, I was like, holy fucking shit, this movie's hilarious. I love it. This is so much fun. 
seeing what James Gunn did with Guardians of the Galaxy, taking these super obscure characters, and you could say this about the Suicide Squad too, taking these really obscure characters and making some of the most fun, down-to-earth movies, you know? I think the Suicide Squad was one of the best movies to come out last year. You know, it's in my top ten. I loved the Suicide Squad. You know, and Peacemaker was such a great show. And, you know, it's one of those things where it's like people think that Gunn and Safford are just making these decisions, you know, half-assed. But it's like, you guys realize that there's a 90% chance. Okay, well, I mean, if I'm going to be a little bit more conservative, there's at least a 75% chance that pushing that reset button means no Peacemaker Season 2 means James Gunn has to cancel one of his own projects. You know? This isn't a decision that, you know, these guys are making, you know, without knowing all the pieces that are are tied to it. You know? Um, And look, outside of Amanda Waller and a few other brief mentions... There really isn't too much connection between Peacemaker and everything else. So there really, is, really isn't too much connecting the Suicide Squad either. So James Gunn and, and Peter Safran could absolutely bring Viola Davis back as Amanda Waller and bring the characters from Peacemaker and try to do something with that and keep that going on. Because I could see a, a universe where they do that. But, you know, but, you know, I mean, look, and this is, and, and I'm not just saying this because I've already said I'm a fan of both of these things. That's not where this is coming from. This is genuinely coming from a logical point of view. The only two things that if they wanted to save, they could figure out how is Shazam and the Suicide Squad and Peacemaker. Those are the only things. There is no way to salvage Aquaman. I mean, I haven't seen... Obviously, none of us have seen the new movie yet. So, I could change my tune after I see it. But I don't see a way where you can save Aquaman. You definitely can't save Wonder Woman. You can't save Batflick. You can't save Superman. Definitely can't save Flash. So, you know... um, You know, that's something that a lot of fans just don't think about. And... Um, I just I really am just on the side that I think the best thing for DC is pushing that reset button and hey look I know that's going to be disappointing to people but hey next year even if it does turn out that they don't reuse any of these for the people that like the DCEU you get three more movies next year you get The Flash you get Aquaman, you get Shazam. Okay? So be excited. Be excited about it. And yeah, it does take a little bit of the oomph out of it, knowing that it might not continue. So why spend the money to see it in the theater? But hey, you know, I think that's a bad way to look at movies sometimes. And even I'm guilty of looking at the situation like that. But if it's something you really enjoy, go spend that money. Go see that movie in the theater. You know, because once it's not in the theater anymore, you won't have that opportunity to do that again. So, you know, go 
go support it. You know, I believe that Jason Momoa and Zachary Levi, I believe that, you know, um, everyone except Ezra Miller all deserve to be, you know, supported for the work that they put in to these films. So absolutely, if you want to spend the money and go see it, go see it. I'm just going to be honest with you. The Flash or Shazam are the only movies that I am really even thinking about going and seeing in the theater. I'm not going to go see Aquaman. I might not even see Shazam. I mean, I want to see Shazam because I missed Shazam in the theater. The first one in the theater, but, you know, it might not happen, you know. Uh, I, I, I definitely want to see The Flash in the theater, though, just because it's been such a train wreck up until this point. I have to know whether it's good. I don't want to hear it secondhand. I want to be there opening weekend, weekend finding out whether this movie is actually good or not. Because it has got nothing but rave, raving reviews since anyone has started being able to, to see it. And here's what I know. I have seen all of Muschietti's films up until this point. I loved Mama. And if you guys have been listening to me for a while, you know how I feel about the It films. I love It Chapter 1 and It Chapter 2. They're my favorite movies of all time. So for Andy Muschietti alone... I want to go see The Flash because I want to support him as a director because he's in my top 10 favorite directors with only having a few films under under his belt. But but yeah, I just think... It, and, and, you know, either sometime next year or the year after we get Joker 2, which sure, it's not part of the DCU, but it's a DC film. And then within, and then within the next two, three years, we're going to get The Batman 2. You know, next year, I think we get the Penguin, the Penguin series on HBO Max. So there are some DC things to look forward to to tide us all over until, until the beginning of the year where we find out what the plan that James Gunn and Peter Safran and Zaslav have all come up with. So um, I'm excited. I'm going to try to... I'm like... Because here's the thing, I, 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 I think Wonder Woman 84 and Justice League, as I call it, are the only two movies that I was 100% disappointed in. All of the other movies are either I can find things to enjoy in them to I love, right? Um, like like the, the first Suicide Squad movie, it's not a good movie. But I really like Will Smith. I really like Margot Robbie. And hey, I'm going to say it. I really liked Jared Leto as the Joker as well. So there were some things in the movie that I liked. Is it a good movie? Not in the slightest. I really enjoyed Wonder Woman. I really enjoyed um, BVS Ultimate Edition. Did not like theatrical cut. Really enjoyed the Ultimate Edition. I feel like that that extra 30 minutes just adds so much to that movie for me. But I understand why... You know, a lot of people still didn't like it, you know? Love Shazam. Love Man of Steel. Love the Suicide Squad, right? So, but because of the the behind-the-scenes stuff, because of, you know, so many of these different factors, I just, at the end of the day, think the best thing for DC and its extended universe, as what we're calling it now, because, hey... Gunn and Saffron might give this a different name next year when we find out what's going on. 
But for now, we'll call it the DCEU. DCEU in its current stance, it, it needs a reset. It just does. And the beautiful thing is it doesn't mean that those movies are gone whatsoever. They're still there. You know? Um, you know? I mean, it's it's like... Um, it's like Terminator, right? You know, when Terminator Dark Fate came out, it was supposed to be a retcon of all the movies after T2. But if you're a fan of Terminator 3 and Terminator Salvation and Terminator Jenny Smith, as I call it, hey, there's nothing wrong with that. You could still enjoy them. You know, it just means it's not necessarily canon. That's kind of how I feel about this. It's like, hey, these movies will exist on digital form and physical form for forever. So these movies aren't going anywhere. If you enjoy them, you can still enjoy them. It just means after Aquaman, they ain't going to be anymore, you know? So, um, yeah, so that's my opinion. That's part two. I probably will make another podcast about this. I think between the first one and this one, I've said all that needs to be said. As a DC fan, I'm excited for Joker 2. I'm excited for the Batman 2. And believe it or not, I'm excited for Flash. I'm excited for Shazam. But I'm ready for this to be over so we can get some, some good shit. So thanks for listening, and I will see you guys in the next podcast. Peace out.